Live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Oh, mama! Wow, mama, you're the bird lady. Put the ponies in the barn. You got it. Track of all gone. And... Now... Live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. A couple of those uh, I'm going to try to have to work in on Saturday, T.J. I haven't haven't used the ant very often. <laughs> you probably but, um, certain games each year. Maybe there will be a spot on Saturday. Hour 2, T-Row in the Morning Show, Wednesday, August 31st. This is it for August, folks. Tomorrow we begin the month of September. Tomorrow is a uh, someone very special in my life celebrates a birthday tomorrow. Someone and very that's special all in say. your life uh, I, celebrates a birthday today, I just found out during that break. Oh, yeah? Who's that? We need to give a shout-out. He is so old, man. Check this out. The other Toby is celebrating his birthday today, 50 years old today. Wow. Long-time wow. listener. Uh, the other Toby. Yeah, happy birthday, Toby, other little Toby. Little Toby, who's now uh, a, a giant of a man. Uh, happy birthday, other Toby. Big one. Now, are there any plans for a party tomorrow for you? I know in the past you have handled parties well. For your birthday, <laughs> right. is anything big tomorrow? At this point, this is my schedule tomorrow. I'll work. Katie mm. took the day off, but when I get off, she then goes into work to work the Crosstown Clash. Uh, mm. <laughs> so I will then romantic. I will then head, I think, uh, I believe I'll have to go at 6 p.m. tomorrow to Newcastle Casino to break Ted's remote down. Um, that's pretty much my birthday evening right there. What a day. What a I, day. I may head over with Bronx to the uh, Crosstown Clash game, but other than that, uh, no, no big celebration plan. Well, it isn't a birthday that ends in a five or a zero. No, no. So, um, you know, that's good. But next year, hopefully we have a big surprise birthday for you next year. No, um, no, we've already had this discussion. My wife and I have had this discussion. She knows... <laughs> no surprise party. It has been settled. I may, you know, if I do have to go break down Teddy's remote there tomorrow, it is my birthday. Like, I should just drop 100 bucks on something, let it ride, and just see what happens. Like, I'm not a gambler. I don't do that. I don't let us know how go it goes. to casinos, you, you know. It's your birthday, though. Right. Do it for the sake of the show. All right. Uh, so I we can hear that. the story about it All tomorrow. Right. Okay? I'll, I'll maybe Drop a hundred bucks on something <laughs> and let us know how it goes. I don't even know what they have over there, but <laughs> who knows? Just you won't spend uh, six ninety nine for ESPN Plus, <laughs> but by all means, drop a hundred bucks. <laughs> hey, on but something maybe random. Maybe if I win, I say, you know what? I'm getting that ESPN Plus, and I can announce that Friday morning with Josie. We need to uh, run down the plan for the week and for Saturday quickly. Just to remind folks, we are uh, staring down our first college football weekend here on The Ref. We are the home 
of Sooner fans, and uh, we got the best coverage for you right here. I don't care what your listening habits have been in the past. Lock it in here all week, all weekend during the football season. We mentioned the Joe Castiglione Day on this show on Friday, 6 to 9 at Neighborhood Jam. Come on out and join us live. If you can't be in attendance, you can, of course, listen to it right here. Text in any questions you may have. And, uh, you know, he's kind of he's kind of made a habit of trying to save us a nugget of breaking news for that show. So we'll see if he's got anything for us on Friday. And um, that'll be fun. So 6 to 9 Friday. Then Saturday, we've got extended coverage this year. The ref game day coverage bigger and better than ever. We will be starting six hours before kickoff, so that's 8.30 a.m. on Saturday, live from the Ref Army tailgate is what I believe we're calling it, in the parking lot outside Hertz Donuts there on Campus Corner. The Ref Army tailgate outdoor set, 8.30, Parker Thune will start broadcasting live, sunrise getting you set for the game. He'll go for two hours, then at 10.30, Teddy, Chris Plank, and I will uh, jump on. Teddy and I will be at Balfour. Plank will be at the outside Ref Army tailgate location uh, for an hour till 11.30. At 11.30, Mike Steely takes over at Balfour. And at 11.30, Tyler and Travis will be outside at the Ref Army tailgate setup for two more hours of pregame coverage. And then Tyler and Travis back with you for the postgame show from Yo Pablo for two hours at least of post-game coverage as well following the game. So all day long, wake up, dial it into the ref, and uh, we'll get you set for the game, and then we'll talk about what we saw. And it will be a lot of fun for the uh, actual game broadcast. Our pregame show starts at 12.30 from FanFest. So the party at the Palace, uh, Plank, Gabe, Teddy, and I will be over there at the main stage, and uh, you can come by and see us there. Barry Switzer going to be on with us. Every pregame show this year, not live and in person, but the King's going to call in and do a segment with us uh, for every game, and that ought to be a lot of fun. Now, TJ, I've been fielding a lot of text messages and calls wanting to know if you've checked with your sources, is the upper deck going to be open for Saturday? Do we know yet? I'm hearing that there's a chance that the upper deck is closed on Saturday. Uh, Oh, okay. So tickets your sources are, be, are telling you are that the upper deck might be closed. Yes. yes. Hey, hey, jerk store. It was closed for the spring game until they oversold it, all right? Then they opened it up. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, all those people that uh, stayed at home. So you're telling me the upper deck was closed for the spring game. That's what you're reporting? I'm sorry. That's I can't what I'm telling you. That's why, that was the original plan. That's mm-hmm. what I'm telling you. Very good. Uh, by the way, uh, we have sources right now over the stadium. Brent Venables running stairs as we speak out there. TJ, how about this latest phenomenon? Oh good. Somebody every day catching Venables running stairs. It it makes me hurt. Like just the thought of that makes my body and my knees, everything about. I had Your to Deon run. The, I had to run through the run airport stairs. Friday night. My wife left me in the dust. Now, I was carrying the carry-on, and it was about 20-something pounds. <laughs> but we had to run to make our connecting flight. I'm telling you. And 
you you have lost too much weight. You're too frail now. You a lot of that is muscle mass. That I you've was lost. running my rear off, man. I don't think I mentioned this to you. Running, just sprinting through the Denver airport. Were we in Denver? Uh, I think that's where we were. Phoenix? No, Denver. Like Denver. an O.J. Simpson situation? Yes, carrying a bag like that. And then I had the bag in one hand, my CPAP in the other. My wife, boom, <laughs> gone, leaves me. And I'm running as fast as I can. And at some point, <laughs> old man kicked in, and I said, if I make it, I make it. If not, I'm spending the night in Denver. <laughs> and I had to start walking. Luckily, that plane had gotten delayed, too, and uh, I made it. So <laughs> You... You were in Orlando, right? Yes. Our, our connecting flight back to Oklahoma City, uh, uh, oh. makes sense with that, was Denver. So we went through three time That's zones awful. that day. Yeah, yeah. And trying to figure out times when you're looking at, okay, now this is two hours ahead. Now we go back to Central. Okay, we were in the Eastern. Like, are we going to make this flight? That was maddening. So, But, yeah, at some point yeah. I just said, I'm done. I'm walking it. <laughs> if I make it, I make it. <laughs> Here's the difference. Uh, I've mentioned this before. Here's the difference between traveling with football and baseball. Uh, football will play at West Virginia later this year. They will get on a chartered airplane at Will Rogers and fly directly into uh, Morgantown or the town right next to Morgantown. Baseball, when we went to West Virginia last time, Oklahoma City, Las Vegas, Las Vegas to <laughs> Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh bus to Morgantown. <laughs> it was a 10-hour travel day to get uh, there. I do yeah. not understand sometimes the connecting flights. <laughs> All that said, uh, that that was meant for total respect for Brent Venables and those videos we're seeing of him running the stairs because I'm, I, I cannot mm-hmm. push myself to that limit, no. He's a machine, man. He's a machine. I feel like maybe some crowds should start together. For the daily, like if we could get Woody Glass or somebody to leak us the scheduled stare time for Brent, I think crowds would start together just to cheer him on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if we posted on Twitter, Brent is planning his stare run at 1230 today. I bet we could get a few hundred people over there just to, you know, start chanting and things as he ran the stare. There's no doubt. That's how much we love Brent Venables Yeah, there's right no now. doubt people would show mm-hmm. up. Yeah, that would be hilarious. Wouldn't it be hilarious if he just roamed out with his iPods and his his, his uh, AirPods in, and there was seven hundred people there to cheer on, you know, and up and down the stairs? That'd be fun. <laughs> I got to be honest with you, and maybe we can talk about this uh, next segment with John or Tyler or whatever. I uh, started putting together the boards last night, uh, TJ, and it's the first time. In this sea of optimism, where I've thought, eh, that's it. That was the thought, TJ. The, uh, eh. That's a thought, though. Like, you didn't like what you uh, saw on your board? I, I didn't say I didn't like it. I said I felt, uh, All right, well, you know I've had that I feeling had. for a little while now, and I, I drop it here and there, so... The There's over... always something about seeing it on paper for the first time that gives you a different kind of feel. And that mm-hmm. last night, I got it all on paper, and I'm looking at it, and I thought, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know mm-hmm. even. Well, you did predict that UTEP would beat Oklahoma in week one, so I, I can understand that. why you would look at your spider board and think that. 
I think we're really good. I think that you know I'm not. I I, I still believe Oklahoma could be a college football playoff team and go undefeated, and win the Big Twelve, and all that kind of stuff. But man, there is not a lot of returning production or guys that you can just say, "Well, we know we got this." You know, we we know we know we can depend on this. Right. There's a whole lot of I think. Marcus Major's going to have a big year, or I think this guy could do. Braden Willis could, you know, uh, have a breakout season, or I think this freshman is going to be really good, or I think the offensive line has made major steps forward, and especially defensively. Defensively, there's that's a lot all of guys that we yeah we like, but they haven't done it really. They don't have many stats. At this level, mm-hmm. and that is that for the first time, I got a little bit of uneasiness about just how unproven this team is. Well, that's now the, that that's doesn't the mean defensive side anything. of the ball for me, right? And, but and that's the optimism that everybody, when you hear them talking about it, and you know, fans, media, whoever it may be, seems as though. Brent and Ted Roof, all these guys are just going to flip a switch for those guys. And maybe that's what mm-hmm. happens. But yeah, maybe we know what we've seen with some of these guys. And is it that's who they were? Or was it that they weren't reaching their potential because they weren't being coached right? I mean, that's the question. So I can see why you would look down and say, I, I think they're going to flip a switch because they're being coached better than they ever have before. I think so and too. But Schmitty, they're Schmitty built. The factor, yeah, yeah, that's and, right. And and there, there's a renewed enthusiasm across the entire program, and I think they're pr- going to be great. But there is a whole lot of unproven talent that we will be relying on in the starting lineup. I'm not even talking about the depth. There's, you know, on offense even. I mean, you've got Mims who's done it, right? He's done it. But beyond him, you're like, eh. <laughs> I mean, Theo, I hope he can stay healthy, right? Freshman there that we really like. Jaleel Farouk had four catches last year. They were very impressive, and it was the last game that we saw, so I think he's going to be a breakout star. Braden Willis has been a, you know, a guy who's taken a back seat to some other H-packs in his career but he looks the part. Dylan Gabriel did it at UCF. Eric Gray was a little disappointing to most last year. Marcus Major's been in and out of the lineup. There's a couple of freshmen there we like. I mean, it's just it's um, it's the first time where I've had any pause. I don't right. now. I'm nervous. Mean to now be negative. I'm I just go. Yeah. Well, I didn't mean to make everybody nervous today. There's a lot of sick stomachs heading to work now on Working Man Wednesday. How are we supposed (laughs) to get through a Working Man Wednesday when we're queasy now? (laughs) We'll take a break. Maybe John can talk me down off the ledge when we come back. We're live at Brown O'Haver today. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Oh, T-Row in the morning show. Yeah. On the ref. Inspired by Brent Venables, I went and walked Working down the hallway Wednesday. twice during that commercial break. 
might go for three laps next time around. I'm going to build something today, I think. Sour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. You're not going to build anything. I think I am. I'm going to get a hammer and a nail and build something today. The 899 listing fee. Uh, ask Terry Saxon all about it. 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. When's the last time you built something? And I'm not talking out of a box where you follow instructions. Mm-hmm. I'm talking built something with your hands. I made a sandwich the other day that had <laughs> multiple levels to it. It was exactly. impressive. Exactly. I would can say I would say that fell into that category. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, Jim from Wisconsin says, "So if Toby isn't flying with the team, will he wear the suit on game day? You guys do a great job, and no. God bless." Bless no. you, Jim. The suit is only, as I understand it, the suit is only for when you're in a uh, when you're traveling. So, yeah. This one uh, not on game day. I think you answered this one, but is Drake getting a suit? I cannot picture him in a suit. LOL. If and when Drake has to ride the team plane, he will have to wear a suit. Yes. Uh, Drake wears a black cape and hangs upside down at night. <laughs> doesn't doesn't wear a suit. Uh. <laughs> Wait a minute, Brown O'Haver cheats on the ref with other stations and people? I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> John, John has some, I think. Uh, the air travel helps everyone in Oklahoma. <laughs> everyone in Oklahoma, yes. Uh, uh-oh, somebody jumping in on uh, the dad joke of the day. What makes owning a bakery so lucrative? Hmm, I don't know, what is it? You make a lot of dough. Okay, that one. Uh, B.A. Boomer tells me to put 100 on red and let it ride on the roulette table. All right. I might do that. Do you think when B.V. had, like, that first meeting with his team and he was explaining the suit policy that it, like, resembled the scene from Remember the Titans where they're in the gym? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, because the bum on the street looks better than y'all do. You think it was something like that? I mean, that's kind of what I envisioned. Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you think he was directing any of that at you and Teddy? Um, probably just like me and Chris. Okay, like I think Teddy and Gabe have NFL money, and they probably shop at fine clothiers a lot. So it was probably directed at me and Plank mostly. I- Teddy wears Lululemon underwear, so he can afford the finest linens. I don't know that I've seen him in a suit ever, though. That's a good point you make. Yeah, but he probably has a suit just because he's a guy. He's a guy that looks like he has a suit. Mm-hmm. You think Teddy? Does, have you ever seen Teddy in a suit? I'm Tyler? thinking of pictures that I've seen of him oh, at yeah? like events and stuff, and I I see him in slacks yeah. with the uh, uh, shirt and with no undershirt with it like three buttons down, undone. You know, yeah. I don't know if I've seen. Where him have in you a seen jacket. him in a suit? Station. You've seen him? Oh, because of his work. Tyler says he's seen him at the station in a suit. Huh. Well, I've of seen him. In, I think I've seen him in like dress clothes, but I don't know if I've seen him in a. Full jacket and stuff, but maybe, maybe I have. All right, there you go. That's the does Teddy wear a suit <laughs> section of the show today. What do you think, John, about uh, the last segment? Am I am I am I justified in my no? I think hesitation. I think you're having a working man's Wednesday's worries right now, <laughs> and you're and you're <laughs> and you're and you're looking at it and you're saying it's about to get real. Yeah. It's like what Bob talked about in his interview, right? You can you can you you can see the product on the field when you're in practice. You can hear about it. 
but until we actually play a game, you're wondering, is it going to be real? Mm-hmm. And I think I think there's always that fear, and I think that's a legitimate concern. But we take a look at, you know, everything's about comparison, right? So we compare it to last year. We compare it to 2020. All we have to do is be a little better. If we're a little better offensively, if we're a little better defensively, if we're a little better on special teams, mm-hmm. we know we're a lot better on coaching. We know we're a lot better on special on uh, strength and conditioning. I I think we're poised to have a very special season. I really, really do. And yes, there are concerns. You look at Eric Gray, but but you think about how Eric Gray was used in the Alamo Bowl, and you say, if I get that Eric Gray, then yeah. I'm excited. Right. If I get that Jaleel Farouk, I'm excited. And those are the kind of things you were wondering about all year last year. When are we going to see the commitment to an Eric Gray with the type of running and the plays out of the backfield and passes out of the backfield? When are we going to see the kind of passing that looked like we got? We never saw it. We never saw it. And so I think that with the improved coaching, the improved strength and conditioning, and you look at some of the names that we have, I am – really really excited and i think that there's a lot more experience but it's kind of raw experience it's not like you're looking at that going we've seen this guy for four years and he was terrible it's more like we saw flashes from all of these guys right if we can take these flashes and turn it into consistent performance we're going to be a heck of a team and i'm pretty excited about it i really am i'm excited about it i'm excited about it but every team has this same feeling though every I mean, except maybe Georgia doesn't when they look at their roster, but every team when they go into a, a season is going, well, I mean, you know, this guy didn't really play that much, but this guy didn't. Yeah, listen, David Aguebu and Stutzman, we saw flashes that were fantastic. Mm-hmm. And to know that they're now being coached by arguably the best defensive staff in the country now has you saying there's nowhere to go but up. There's nowhere but potential. There's nowhere but success. Good pep talk, TJ. He's giving me a really good pep talk. What do you think, TJ? I don't know. I'm so shook by you being so down on this team this year and picking <laughs> UTEP and all the things that have gone on. I don't know what to think. Uh, I, I, I mean, it, UTEP is the kind I of... I think I'm being reasonable here. I'm, I think they're going to blow out UTEP. I'm just... There is a... There are very few things that you know for sure. Like... Marvin Mims, I know what kind of player he is. What about Dylan Gabriel? Or is he in your for sure? I don't sure think c- I know for sure. You don't I, think he's in your for sure category? No, I think he's going to be great. I think he could be a Heisman candidate, but, but you he's have two- taking a major step up. in. Cl- I don't know for sure what he is. Yes, no. but he's taking a major step up in competition coupled with a major step up in complementary offensive That's weapons. That's true. That's true. I mean, he didn't have a Marvin Mims to throw the ball to. I think he's going to be really good. I think he's – I'm eager to see it. Like, I don't know for sure about that. That's fine. I think we're going to have better quarterback production than we had the last two years. I think we're going to have more consistent quarterback play. And I think the the scheme is going to put us in a more advantageous position against teams like Baylor and Oklahoma State, who are our biggest competition. Yeah. So – when I, I agree the, with you. I think all those things, too. When I look at the schedule. But don't know it. <laughs> don't well, know it. We haven't seen it. We haven't even seen, like, what a Jeff Levy offense looks like and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's so, the same thing. Though. Like, when a we're lot watch, of uncertainty. When we're watching the Nebraska-Northwestern game, Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at Casey Thompson thinking to myself, oh, my gosh, 
he could he could slice this and dice this because he just was pinpoint, especially in that first half. He He's did pin- last year. Well, he did. That's what yeah. I said. He was the best quarterback we played against last year. Yeah. And I, so there's still I will as we build to that game. No matter what Nebraska's record is, I'm always going in the back of my mind going to be like, oh my gosh, not you know, because I think we're all a little. We got PTSD from the Lincoln era, right? We're all just a little worried about every time we lace it up that we're going to lay an egg. I just don't think this coaching staff's going to lay an egg. No, I, I don't, don't think either. the leadership on the offense and the defensive side is going to lay an egg. And I'm I don't think so either. But my point is, what do we know? And I think we know Marvin Mims is really good. I think I know Woody Washington is really good. And then uh, everything else pretty much is a I, – I hope this guy is going to turn out to be as good as I think he's going to be. I think be. you could put Gabriel in the I know category. Yeah. Because he's got two years of stats that are really, really good. Really, yeah. really, really good with a similar type offensive scheme. He's not having to learn, learn a new scheme. It's very familiar to him. He's an older quarterback, experienced, played big games. I think you can put him in the you're I know category. You're confident. I think you can put him in the I know category. I know what I you're know. saying, but I think yeah. you can put him in the I think he's going to be a really good – not even I think. He's, any he's concern, a very good quarterback. Any concern of the just the stage? Like this is – there aren't 85,000 people in the spotlight and the heat that a quarterback at UCF sees that you see it at Oklahoma, just psychologically, you know, between the years. I don't think that – When you make a mistake and the world crashes down and criticizes you and all that kind of stuff. I Well, I don't think these two games are going to be any – will give us any indication no. of that. I think your, your two will be Nebraska Texas. and Texas. To, yeah. I mean, Texas has gotten a lot of good quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Texas got Jalen Hurts, who had had all big games. What's the biggest the road crowd Dylan Gabriel's ever played in front of? What's the biggest venue in the – American Athletic Conference. Cincinnati, Cincinnati seats about 40,000 people. So, you know, 90-plus thousand in Lincoln, Nebraska is double what he's ever played in front of before. I think he's going to be fabulous, and I don't think it's going to bother him. He's a laid-back Hawaiian kid, all that kind of stuff. But until I see it, you know, I just no. don't know. I, don't, I think that'll be a big storyline going into that game. And certainly OU Texas is unlike anything. I mean, that rattles... A lot of people. The so. advantage, of course, in the OU Texas is both quarterbacks will be, it, you know, it'll be a, a wash from an experience perspective. They're not trotting anybody out there that's had that experience no. either. Mm-mm. So I'll take the guy with two and a half years starting, and by that time, almost three years of starting. They will have the experience edge in that game. They'll have the experience. Yeah. Now, whoever goes up against them will have played Alabama, so maybe they'll have the, you know. Maybe. Maybe they will have been beat up a little bit after their performance against Alabama. So we'll have we to ask Kevin see. Miller. Yep. Yeah. All right, break time, 7.33. We'll be back. The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. Yeah, I'm excited about it. You know, fast playing offense, run go at every team we play. I mean, game planning wise, I mean, it's different. Everything's different. You know, I'm used to something else. You know, past two years of my career, third year stuff's different. So I'm looking forward to it, just with the game plan and stuff like that. Marvin Mims talking yesterday after practice. He's excited about this new offense, the uh, Jeff Levy offense. I am intrigued to see just how fast they're going to go. How does that work hand in glove with? what Brent Venables and Ted Roof want to do defensively. Do they dial it back a little bit to protect the defense? Do they go full bore all the time? Um, 
What does that do to defensive stats? There's a lot of intriguing things just about how fast Oklahoma will or won't go on the offensive side of the ball. We're at Brown O'Haver today. Toby and TJ back with you. John is here, and, um, man, you guys always do great things for people. This is a – well, I guess every time is a time of year when people are unfortunately going through some things. Do you have any more examples of how you've been able to, to help some people? Yeah, absolutely. Um, what? This was early in the summer. We actually got a client who reached out to uh, – who had a friend reach out to us because he had had a fire and was staying in a tent. And this was the end of May when it was starting to get really hot. And so he hired us a month after the fire. Our, we worked as hard as we could to get him into suitable living conditions, worked with our client to prepare a list of all the items he lost in the fire, and we got him completely paid and moved into a permanent home in less than three months. Nice. And so sometimes, Toby, it's about the money. And it's still he still made more money off of his claim than he would have with us. But sure. more importantly... We got him from a really cruddy situation yeah, yeah. into a much more livable, tenable right. situation. And and that's a lot of what we do is just try to make sure we take care of clients that might not understand or have time or have the ability or whatever to take care of themselves in an insurance claim. So whatever we can do to help folks like that out, friends out of a, of a former clients, things of that nature. So yeah, give us a call, 405-735-5510. If you've had a loss, you know somebody that's had a loss, give them our information. Let us help. We'll review the claim. And if there's nothing it if there's nothing we can do, we'll tell you. Because right. we don't charge a fee unless we make you more yeah. money. So it's a it's a risk free process. Maybe your insurance agent has done a perfect job and there's nothing you can do to help. That's it, it, absolutely. But that's unlikely. It is unlikely. I mean all of our our fifteen years of experience has shown us that we get our clients thirty to forty percent more on their own. Mm -hmm. And that's a routine number. And so if you're out there and you've suffered a loss, let us just take a look at it. The worst that can happen is we say, hey, we can't help you. The best we can, that can happen is to say, hey, there's a large opportunity yeah. for you to recover more funds. And we don't get paid unless you do. So something happens. Um, person calls their insurance, as everyone should do, calls their insurance rep, and, and uh, they get on it. And then the next call should be to you, and and then you can take it from there, and they can go on about their lives. 100%. It's out of their hair. They've got a job to do. They've got a family to raise. They don't have to worry about it anymore. They put it in, in your Look, hands to take care of it. Toby, school's just started. Yeah. Kids' sports are ramping up, whether it's soccer season or football season or fall ball or volleyball or whatever the case may be. You've got school, sports. Your job's back in full swing. It's not the summer anymore. Nobody has time to deal with this. This is what our full-time job is. In addition, most people suffer one large loss in their life. We deal with 40 large loss claims a month, wow. and we've done it now since 2006. So we know how to handle an insurance claim. We know how to make sure it processes smoothly. We work with the insurance company. It's rarely an adversarial confrontation. We've been around long enough for our reputation for these folks to know that we do a very good job. We're very professional. We bring value to the relationship. Even the Texas guy, very professional. Even the Texas Kevin. guy. Kevin, yeah. First of all, Kevin is fantastic. And for anybody that's had the a privilege to work with him, he focuses mainly on our personal property and contents and does a heck of a job. But anyway, give us a call, 405-735-5510.
and let us work for you, not the insurance company. You've made me feel a little better last segment, and I appreciate that. I was having just a little bit of Wednesday hesitation, Wednesday worries, working man Wednesday worries, and uh, you've made me feel better about everything. Well, typically, I'm a very positive guy when it comes to OU football. But when I look at this roster and this depth chart, and I compare that with our schedule, and I layer on a new coach, and I layer on a new strength and conditioning program, yeah, I'm fired up. Well, I'm excited. Be. I'm excited. If you, you should be. If anybody's listened to the last episode of the Boomer Bevo podcast, they know that surprisingly I picked us to go 12 and 0. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean that for real. Because every time I've been, you get asked about that, people, oh, well, I mean, there's going to be a loss somewhere. There's uh-huh. going to be a loss somewhere. Oh, okay, where's that loss? What game is it? Well, I mean, no, we don't know what game it is. Okay, forget it. If I go game by game when I look at the roster, it's right. are we a better team than this team we're playing? And the answer has, is yes, 12 times. We're a better team than that team is 12 Your times Your official prediction is this is an undefeated football team in the regular 100%. season. 100%. Big 12 championship? Yes. College yes. football playoff. That's where it gets a little tricky. I'd like to see who we're playing. I'd like to see who we're right. playing and how we match up and how we've done through the season. But as far as the Big 12 goes, 100%. We are going to win every single game we lace them up again. We're the better team. We're the better team, better coaching staff. In most cases, better quarterback. Who's a better quarterback in the Big 12, Tyler? It's it, it's tricky. If there is anybody, he's only marginally better. But I don't know that we've established one that's better. Yeah, Arch Manning might be better. Spencer Sanders? No, not Spencer. He's a turnover waiting what to happen. What about uh, Quinn Ewers? He's an NIL deal waiting to happen. Uh, uh, what's the new guy at Baylor's name that uh, has played like 60 snaps? Blake Shapin? No. How about the guy from Nebraska who has a career-losing record? No, Adrian not Martinez? I, yep, nope. Uh, the new guy, uh, Deckers, Sam Deckers? Is no, that's Iowa, a basketball player. Who's at Iowa State? <laughs> that's Deckers. Hunter Deckers. Hunter Deckers, no. Yeah. no Is he nobody, related to Sam Deckers? Nobody named Hunter. I don't, think, I don't think Sam Decker My had point, an S on the end of so, his name. So think about that, right? I mean, we've just, huh? named, we've just named all the schools that are any good, and they – They've got less. You talk about the I. You know whether they're in the I. We know got the best quarterback. We've got the best quarterback. We got the best coach. Uh, defensively, it's going to be. We'll see. Hopefully, we're better. I will give credit to Baylor. Aranda has those guys at least the last couple of years playing great. I love the physicality they bring. TJ's got a crush on Dave Aranda. Dude, listen. They if, dated briefly. If I year. did not have a lumpy skull, mm-hmm. I would have a shaved head like Man. Dave Aranda. Dave Aranda. It would be shaved head. Woof. Oh. Dude, it's like a caramel that. color. He's got like a caramel color hue about him. Where it's, does Brent Venables fit in the most attractive head coaches in the Big Twelve <laughs> rankings, TJ? I remember. Do you when he was yeah, a, when a he was a coordinator second behind Dave Aranda? That's for sure. Is Brent better looking than Mike Gundy? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. What about what about uh, Campbell at Iowa State? Uh, yes. Yes. I just remember when he was a coordinator at OU, the, la- the ladies loved Brent Venables. Yeah. They Sar- loved him. Sarkeesian. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, see, uh, even if I would have thought one of these guys maybe bumped ahead of Brent, the running of the stairs is so Rocky-esque yeah. to me. You've got to factor something in romantic he, there. Yeah, the that, physique yeah, like, of this guy. Do you think he this. runs without is, is he going shirtless when he runs these stairs, you think? No, he's no, wearing no, shirtless. No, we got video evidence yeah. of him running. I'm just yeah, wondering if there's a weighted vest underneath the shirt, though. I'm, I'm thinking there is. Could be a weighted yeah. vest. Like ankle, like ankle weights from Neil Brown at West 90s. Virginia. Brent better looking than Neil 100%. Brown. 
Who am I missing here? Oh, Kleiman. Hey, oh, no contest there. I don't even know. Does, who's Kansas' head coach now? Does anybody know? Is that even public no. information? They, 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 haven't even it. they haven't even released it. Uh, oh, Sonny Dykes. Sonny Dykes. No, oh, better look at Joey McGuire at Texas Tech. Nope. Yeah. No. Better look. So you're telling me Brent Venables officially Ranking is the second best looking head ranked, coach. Uh, best uh, looking head coach. Behind Dave Aranda. Uh, yes. By the way, Air Comfort Solutions text line. It says, uh, John specializes in loss analysis. He sees no losses. So, thank you. Better listen to thank you. Thank 12 you. 12 and 0, baby, that. it says. 12 and 0. 12 and 0. I did. That's absolutely right. I yes. didn't think about that. Yeah. All right, man, I'm fired up. You're getting me fired up, Toby. All the doubt that you're bringing, and I'm just throwing it back at your face. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Let's go. It's like a volleyball spike yeah, it this is. morning. Yep. I, I said it to you, and you drove it. We'll take a break. Back after this, we're at Brown O'Haver. KREF Sports.TV is your new home for streaming sports and event coverage for Norman High and Norman North. And now, the home for Deer Creek, Moore, Southmore, Westmore, Edmond Memorial, Edmond Santa Fe, and Edmond North. Nine schools, one stop for live streaming events at KREFsports.tv. Saxon Royalty Group brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. Great service. Same you'll get from any other realtor out there. Just $8.99 on their listing fee, though, putting that thousands of dollars in your pocket. 405-361-3380 or find them online, saxonrealtygroup.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. This person, uh, I think because we were referring to him as Brent. His name is Coach Venables. <laughs> Address him. They get mad if we say Brent. He's or not, BV. He's not my coach. He's not coaching me. He's just another yeah. adult male. That we I called Bob, Bob, and we called Lincoln, Lincoln, and we right. called Porter, Porter, and we called Lon, Lon, and we called Sherry, Sherry. And uh, so I see no difference here. And I vary. When I call someone for the uh, university or a coach, I vary. Sometimes it's uh, over the years, it's, hey, good morning, Sherry. Sometimes it's, hey, good morning, coach. Same with any other coach. Lawn, You vary your been. delivery uh, it, so as to whoever, not be predictable. Whoever it is. Yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, sometimes well, I, I refer to them. that as, approach Hey, Brent, you. you're good mm-hmm. to go. Like, you know, not. Mm-hmm. Hello, Mr. Coach Venables. Are you available? <laughs> Uh, Johnny okay, H. I think wants- we defended our stance yeah. properly. Johnny H. wants to know: Are Fletcher's corny dogs back in the stadium this year? Yes, yes, yes. yes. You think I'm going to let it the go Fletcher- after one year? No, I've got it back again Fletcher- this year. The Fletcher corn dogs that Joe Castiglione is No thanks is to Joe C. Who tried to get them removed this to- year. Owen Field are back this year. I didn't go the night. I know Drake did the night where they uh, tried all the new delicacies that you can get at Owen Field now. Uh huh. Did you go over there for that thing? I was. I was in Orlando. I didn't even know it was happening, and he sent me the. He oh. tweeted me a picture of a corny dog. So maybe we need to get Drake to call in to give us the rundown of the new foods we can get this year at I, Owen Field. I know one thing, and I don't know how you're going to feel about this. Okay. But HTO is in the stadium now. Why would I not feel good about that? Uh, well, their logo gonna... is a big uh, state of Texas, uh, the state of Texas not, outline. N- not, uh, not here it's not. Right uh, down the street it is from the station. They will not be that way inside Owen All right, Field. that's what I was checking on. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was checking. Yeah. I didn't. I wasn't sure. But it's not like in the name. I don't know why this is hard for people to understand. <laughs> on there, it is on all their marketing and signage and everything. I will it not brewed or uh, founded in Texas or whatever it says. So yeah, I, I will not be purchasing any HTO. And by the way, HTO. I'm sure it's a delicious. great product. Delicious. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. I don't like tea, but uh, I hear it's a phenomenal product. Let me hit on a few of these before we get out of here because you are not making friends today, my friend. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Toby. We suck. I don't need Toby's pessimism in my life. Okay. Yeah. I didn't mean to bring the whole world down. I'm just giving you, honestly, I put the, together the boards last night. I looked at it. It's the first time in these nine months of build-up to the season that I've gone, whew. Next, yeah, it's just yeah. Go ahead. Next time you have that eh feeling, look at OU's schedule. Next, we'll mm-hmm. hear Toby doesn't have OU as his highest confidence in bowl pick'em. <laughs> Toby better stop, or the entire state might be on fire by game time. <laughs> Pastor Andy from Broken Bow. Toby is having me consider uh-huh. seeking out pastoral counseling for the rest of the week. <laughs> out of the mouth, <laughs> out of the mouth of heart speaks. Uh, what am I listening to here? Is uh, this question? <laughs> uh, I've got everybody panicking. Yeah, uh, my son just got out of the car for school. He was getting out of the car and said, "Thanks a lot." Where was this at? Man, Toby, way to bring down the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry, everybody. I'm just I, I'm. I know there is a a wave of optimism for this new season, and I'm excited about it too. And I'm sitting across from Tyler McComas, who is as positive and optimistic as anybody. But I mean, I just I, I'm just being honest. That feeling hit me yesterday. Like Eric Gray, 31 yards a game last year. Marcus Major, 13 yards a game last year. Uh, you know, it, guys, Jaleel Farouk, four catches. I mean, some of these guys that we're excited about haven't done it yet. I think they're going to, too, on both sides of the ball. I think we're going to have some breakout stars all over the place. But when you look at the returning stats, there's not a lot. Joe. There's not a lot. I apologize, Joe, a day and a half out from you being on uh, for three hours, and this controversy is just brewing now. We'll be back.